If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Welcome to the Bitcoin Basics podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit BitcoinBasicsPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining Ferris and Gordon for another episode of Bitcoin Basics Podcast. How are you doing today, Gordon, in your disclosed or yet to be disclosed location? Uh, yet to be disclosed, but I'm sure <laughs> people have a, a general idea. I'm pretty good, thanks. We're in another uh, soft lockdown, but hey, I'm looking outside. People are walking around with their dogs and whatnot, so it's not too bad. How about you? Oh, I'm in New Zealand, and we've been um, back to normal for quite some time now. So um, I think I'm in a, yeah, probably the best place to be. Um, so proof of recording today, everyone. It is the 29th of July, and it's just hit zero uh, five hundred UTC time. We are at the block height on the Bitcoin blockchain of six hundred and forty-one thousand two hundred seventy-eight. And the price, according to Bitstamp, is ten thousand nine hundred and fifty-four. Gordon, what is today's Bitcoin Basics podcast topic about? Well, today, as people probably guess from the title, we're going to talk about scams, and that's in relation to the latest scam that happened on Twitter a few weeks ago. And in preparation for this topic, what I was going to do is actually go through some of the common Bitcoin scams. But then I thought, well, there's too many of them. And actually, you can have a look at bitcoin.org slash scams. So I'm having a look at that now. And they've got a list of uh, several ones. Blackmail, fake exchanges, free giveaways, impersonation, malware, mean in person, money transfer, fraud, phishing emails, phishing websites, Ponzi schemes, pyramid schemes, prize giveaways, pump and dumps, ransomware, and scam coins. Sorry, Gordon, I'm going to interrupt you if you don't mind. I just want to make a point here that when we say Bitcoin scams, we're not talking about Bitcoin itself scamming people. We're talking about people using scams that have been around since you know, the internet was launched, but they're using Bitcoin as a method of payment. So just from the beginning of this episode, let's clarify that. When we say Bitcoin scams, it's not Bitcoin necessarily that is a scam. It is Bitcoin being used as a method of payment. Sorry, Gordon, you okay with that? Absolutely. That was actually my next point. There's actually no <laughs> such thing as a Bitcoin scam. Um, scams have been around for thousands of years, so uh, there's nothing specific about that. But I will say Bitcoin does make it super easy and super convenient to uh, send or extract money from uh, would-be people. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So if you haven't figured it out by now, me and Gordon do not actually rehearse for these podcasts. We actually just basically say, what's well, the topic? Uh, we might do some research, but we don't discuss ahead of time the conversation. We kind of want it to be fresh. So that's, uh, and I think we just proved that. <laughs> Call it That's casual, good. call it unprofessional, whatever you want. <laughs> totally professional. So I was reminded about this uh, when a colleague two or three years ago, or maybe even longer than that, uh, got caught up in the BitConnect scam. And I'm not going to go through that, but if you want to have a uh, look at that online, it was basically a Ponzi scheme and you set money to it. And, mm. You know, you spent, say, one Bitcoin or something like that, and then you've got an account the website looks really pretty. You can see a balance, you know, they're giving you interest every day 
and look, the money's going up. I'm making profit. Well, you're making profit with magical numbers on your computer screen. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, lots of scams out there like that. But what I thought would be useful is to go through this latest scam that uh, happened on Twitter. This is the uh, probably the most um, common scam. And I, I'm not sure what to call this scam. Uh, uh, Bitcoin.org calls it a giveaway scam or a send me money scam or a doubling scam. But essentially what happens is you get a Facebook personality or Twitter personality or anyone really that says, hey, if you send me money, I will send you more money back. And uh, if uh, it sounds too good to be true, that's because it is. So just replace the word Bitcoin with say Australian dollar or Japanese yen or US dollar. You wouldn't call it a US dollar scam. So Faris, if I said, hey Faris, if you send me $1,000 US into my bank account, I'm going to send you $1,500 back to your account. How does that sound? Well, it sounds too good to be true. And this is the thing with scams. I started a job earlier this year and I wasn't in the position for too long. And then we get an email from, and because it's a, it's a public email address, the position that I have. Um, and someone sent me this, hey, you, I know what you did. Um, if you don't send me X amount of Bitcoin and it showed me what wallet address to send it to, I'm going to release what you did onto the internet. <laughs> like, seriously? <laughs> I know what you did so last basically, summer. Basically, yeah, I know what you did in the office place. I have a video recording of what you did. Apparently on a computer, which doesn't even have a webcam, I did something. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, like a blackmail scam to me. And this is the thing with scamming, you cannot scam an honest person is what they say, or you can't con an honest person. You can scam someone who's ignorant, unfortunately, but you can't con an honest person. So anyone who's willing to yeah, go give away money for more money, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. And as you say, Bitcoin has just become the easiest method of payment to enact that. Yeah, absolutely. And, th and that's why I don't want to go through the list of scams because the problem is there'll be a scam, a new, brand new scam that comes out tomorrow that we haven't discussed on, or you don't know about. And if you don't look at the behavior and, and, and the common sense, then it's like, well, you, you're going to get scams. So it's more important not to protect yourself against individual scams. It's more important to use this thing up here, your gray matter in between your ears and say, look, uh, if it's too good to be true, and it is, use your common sense. So you had uh, a couple of weeks ago, Twitter accounts that were hacked. And by the way, it's now believed to be an internal hack in Twitter, which is a whole new other story and something to be concerned about. You had people like Trump and Obama and even some Bitcoin personalities saying, look, during these uh, unsettling times and high unemployment and that kind of stuff, I'm feeling so generous that if you send me, I can't remember what it was, uh, 0.1 of a Bitcoin, I'll double it and send you 0.2 of Bitcoin back, which makes no sense whatsoever, even if you're using the US dollar and, and bank accounts. So uh, luckily, a lot of people didn't get scammed with that. I think amazingly, only a couple of hundred thousand dollars worth were actually sent. Um, pretty dumb hackers, if you ask me. I won't give them any ideas, but I could come up with a hundred better ideas to make money. So uh, pretty silly, if you ask me. So that was... That was the Bitcoin giveaway, Bitcoin doubling, send me a Bitcoin and I'll send you a lot more money back scam. 
And this is something, um, if you do want to follow up on this, it's in the Freakonomics book, the one and two, they actually explain how these scam works. Because, you know, the Nigerian prince email, we'd all be familiar with that. And most of us would go, it's so stupid. How do people fall for it? But it's still running. It is a volume-based business. They just cast a very wide net and hope that half a percent of the people that actually get it will go, oh, okay. So that's that's what it is, a volume-based scam. Oh, I think it's worth it if only... 1% of people fall for it because you're, you're not really spending any money to put out a tweet or something like that. So that's, that, that's what these scammers prey on, you know, the 1% or even 0.1% of people who fall for it. The other common kind of scam, which I'll go through really quickly, is the recovery scam. And I've been seeing this a lot and it even happens in the comments of our YouTube videos uh, where a bot will actually post something in the comments saying, um, you know, if you've lost Bitcoin or, you know, you've lost your hardware wallet or whatever like that, can't recover it, uh, call this person or email this person or whatever, and they will actually be able to somehow magically recover your funds. The bad news is if you've sent Bitcoin to another person, it's not like a credit card, which is what we call a, a push, uh, sorry, a pull system where, you know, uh, merchants authorize the transaction. Bitcoin is actually a push system. What that means is if I send Bitcoin to Faris, that's gone. Just like if I gave cash to him or I gave a physical item. So Bitcoin is a push system. Once you've sent that Bitcoin, it's gone. And there's no magic. There's no expert. There's no white hat hacker that can actually get that back to you. Uh, so just be aware of that because I've seen that a lot in Facebook groups. Um, and there are people who have lost Bitcoins. You know, they've lost their hardware wallet. Or maybe they've lost a hardware wallet, but they've only got some of their recovery seed. Um, yeah, so they're, they're kind of preying on the people who, who are quite vulnerable there. But I was actually thinking about it. And this scam isn't really about getting those people's Bitcoins, although that's a bonus. I think what this scam is about is getting those people's credentials. Because to a scammer, someone who has a verified account and an exchange, like Binance or Coinbase or any of the big ones, is actually extremely valuable. Why? People can money launder through that account because it's verified, so you've got more amounts. And in the future, you might buy Bitcoin two years later. Well, they've kept your credentials. They've kept your username, your password, your two-factor, or any of that sort of stuff. So I think this recovery scam, hey, you've lost your Bitcoin, let me help you out, is actually more about getting your credentials and your identity. And any Bitcoin that you've got on your hardware wallet or your mobile wallet is, is sort of a bonus. So with that, Gordon, what can people do to prevent falling victim to scans, be they Bitcoin-based or using any other currency? Yeah, so just, I guess, again, common sense. And I know that's a, that, that's a sort of a generic annoying answer, but it really is common sense. Um, Bitcoin transactions are irre irreversible. So if you're sending money to someone, um, you know, there's no guarantee you'll get it back. If you've actually lost your Bitcoin, then uh, if you give your recovery seed, if you've got a hardware wallet or a mobile wallet, that 12, 24 word seed, then that person can basically do whatever they want with your funds. There's no guarantee to get them back as well. Um, so a lot of it really is about common sense. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of these scams just prey on the, the people who are vulnerable, the people who you know bought 0.1 Bitcoin and, and see the price go up and sort of get greedy and uh, they're preying on that human greed. So um, Buy Bitcoin, hold it, 
Um, don't worry about insane doubling or insane gains. You'll get them anyway. And, and according to the price at the moment, we could just be seeing some of that. So just buy and hold your Bitcoin. Never, ever give out your 12, 24 word seed to anyone under any circumstances. And uh, yeah, just, I don't know, just buy and hold. And Gordon, if people did want to find out more about, because what we're talking about is not just protecting against Bitcoin, it's um, you know, hygiene security, your online hygiene security, because you're talking about not just access to Bitcoin, but your personal identity as well, and all those details. Can we direct our viewers and listeners to anywhere specifically where they can learn more about this and how to protect themselves? Wow, it's uh, funny that you mentioned that, because there is, Ferris. <laughs> um, you can go to coincompass.com slash YouTube. That's our YouTube channel. And one of the playlists there is actually uh, security hygiene. So there are five videos that walks you through a secure computer, secure connection, using a VPN, using a password manager, and setting up 2FA second factor authentication. Cool. And obviously anyone picking up from my part, that was an unashamed plug. No, <laughs> no humility in that one. <laughs> Well, if you're not going to do it, no one's going to do it for us. So, um, yeah, so I think that's it. Um, I'm again, uh, using your own common sense is probably your best matter, best uh, means of defense. So just think about what you're actually doing and replace the word Bitcoin with US dollar. So it, if it doesn't make sense with the US dollar, then it probably doesn't make sense with Bitcoin either. So there's nothing magical. People can't make money or double your Bitcoin overnight or in this nonsense. So just, just, just think about it before you do these things. If you are, just, sorry, if you are curious and want to follow up and interested in some of these uh, scams, go to bitcoin.org slash scams. They've got a list of all the past and present scams. And just a reminder to all our listeners, um, Gordon's um, background is in internet security. He did one, this was his position in one of Australia's largest banks, um, secu you know, enabling security pro protocols, risk mitigation strategies is what he did. So, and something that Coin Compass does provide. So if you do want independent advice, uh, please contact us. But a lot of uh, what you would need just as an everyday consumer is on those YouTube videos. And a reminder as well, please just send us any questions on YouTube or email us. Um, if there's anything you want us to cover in these podcasts, we're open to all in any suggestions and criticisms. Absolutely. So um, if, uh, if you're interested, please go to coincompass.com slash YouTube to subscribe and check out our YouTube channel if you're listening to this and vice versa. If you want to subscribe to our podcast, just head along to bitcoinbasicspodcast.com. Well, thanks, Faris. That's it from me. And I hope uh, people are not going, or anyone listening to this is not going to get fooled, but please share this with your friends and family to um, spread the word. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com slash free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.